0: right now at shaw's and star market save on all your personal care favorites during the buy three save three dollar sale during the buy three save three dollar sale at shaw's and star market buy three of your favorite personal care items like dove shampoo dove antiperspirant deodorant dove men's body wash tresemme hairspray or axe shower gel and save three dollars offer expires november 28th restrictions apply visit shaw's or starmarket.com or head into your local store for full offer details Let's get real. Unlock your potential with an Abington Bank Get Real Checking Account. When you're always on the go, you need a bank that doesn't hold you back. Well, can you say no fees? That means no monthly account fees, free mobile banking, and free online bill pay. Plus, you can get a cash bonus when you sign up. Visit your local branch or abingtonbank.com to open an account today. Free yourself from fees with a Get Real Checking Account at Abington Bank. Unlock your potential. Member FDIC. 20-yard completion for the catch and carry and a give now to A Big hole running to the right side across the 40. Outside to the 45. Down the right side past defenders. Goodbye to the 25-20. To the 10. To the 5. And zone bound. Touchdown Patriots who take the lead.
1: Boy, it's good to see that. Something by that guy shows you a little pop. You're down 10. Defense makes a big play to get you going in this game. That's the big thing.
2: All right, back here on the Shaw's and Star Market Patriots postgame show. It's Joe Murray and Leroy Irvin. And tonight's rushing update is brought to you by your New England Ford dealers. who have a big selection of award-winning trucks and SUVs in stock with great offers available. Ford, we're all in on America. We're now joined by Greg Bedard of the Boston Sports Journal after the Patriots lost today to Washington 20-17. Uh, Greg, let's just do some housekeeping first. Um, after the game Uh-oh. yeah I know, I know. <laughs> after the game Juju Smith-Schuster took accountability for the drop that led to the uh, game-ending interception there so you saw a little bit of accountability there um, but we did not see accountability from Bill Belichick for anything regarding Jack Jones and JC Jackson starting the game on the bench what are you hearing
3: uh you know what am i hearing i'm not hearing anything at the at at the moment but you know look jc jackson and jack jones were clearly benched for this game that sean wades out there to start the game that's a benching he denied it which is just you know ridiculous and you know something bill does in terms of protecting his players but um and also you know let's just also mention um Jack Jones and uh, and J.C. Jackson both refused to talk to the media after the game. And at least J.C. Jackson did enough to say, I'm not talking. Jack Jones apparently was not anywhere needed uh, to be seen, and Patriots public relations had to relay to the media that apparently Jack Jones had left the building. So uh, not a whole lot of accountability going on um, with this team at this point. Um, you know not a surprise we've you know look i, I give credit to juju smith-huster for um being the anti devonte parker and and you know saying that it was on him that it was a good ball that he should have caught it um you know guys like david andrews and hunter henry who you know stand up there and answer the questions week after week um you know but uh unfortunately that's not the entire team and you know i You know, I think you can draw a line to, you know, where this team is, you know, in terms of, you know, the coach, the head coach isn't taking accountability. You know, why should some of the players and we've seen this over time with select players on this team who are happy to talk after victories and when they have great games. But, you know, when they struggle or give up plays, they they don't talk. And, um, you know, this is where the rubber meets the road for this team. And right now they're not doing it.
2: Just to follow up on Jack Jones, um, you can, yeah, obviously it's social media, so however you feel about it. But uh, Jack Jones on his uh, X account or Twitter account liked when someone said you really should have just pleaded guilty at this point. He liked inferring that he'd rather be there than in the Patriots locker room. At least that's what we Wonderful. saw. Him. So, so you, you just... Just I know you've been you're getting ready to talk to us. We uh, <laughs> that one came right across us over the last uh, commercial break or so. So
3: yep, there it is on his ex uh, account. <laughs> mm. Yo, President Jack, you really should have just pleaded guilty at this point. That's crazy. He liked the tweet. Wow. That's right. Really okay, crazy. that's yeah. where we are.
4: Yeah, uh, we are hearing some rumors about the locker room. Uh, are there little fires in that locker room that we don't know about?
3: Oh yeah, you know. You know, I think so. I mean, you know, look, last week at Miami, um, you could sense the frustration um, in the room, just about you know where they were. You know, they put the work in, they're not seeing the results. Um, You know, what a lot of this, the the, you know, and I think we talked about it last week that you know, New England is uh, unique than a lot of places Mm -hmm. in terms of you know what they ask of the players in terms of meeting time. you know, their, you know, commitment to doing their craft on and off the field, it's different here than it is everywhere else. And even Belichick has admitted that. And, you know, it's not the easiest place to play. And, you know, that stuff is fine when you're winning all the time. Mm. But when you're not, um, that's when guys get frustrated, things start to boil over things, you know, they, they start you know, wondering like, why am I doing this if if the results aren't changed? And this is not, you know, it's similar to, you know, look at Las Vegas okay. and you know Josh McDaniels and some of the other Patriots assistants. I mean, when you when you don't experience success and you you demand that much of the players, um, you know, the the good vibes don't last very long. And now, look, after this loss, this team is five and twelve over the last seventeen games, a whole season's worth of games. And um, it does not surprise me you know, you can deal with it with one year, you know, but when it spills over to a second year, similar to McDaniels in Vegas, um, that's when uh, things become issues. And I think this team is uh, very much teetering on the brink of, you know, what happens. They're going to Germany. Then it's a bye week um, I'm sure a lot of guys have their plans already. Um, it it's, it's an interesting time for the Patriots, for sure. Probably, you know, very foreign, foreign to Bill Belichick. You'd have to go back to probably his Cleveland days to, you know, this type of atmosphere around the team. Uh, this just coming
2: out within seconds uh, from Jeff Howe the Athletic. Patriots cornerbacks JC Jackson and Jack Jones opened the game against the Commanders on the bench today due to recent performance issues uh, per source. So um, Bill Belichick denied it. At the uh, at the the so again at some point like when does he start to answer the questions so as as they're a two and seven team or is he just not trying to throw the players under the bus here I mean it's just I feel like every there, there's no one's on the same page at a two and seven right now.
3: Yeah, I mean, you know, look, this is what Bill does. And, you know, it it garners a lot of, you know, goodwill from the players that they, you know, shield the players from what's going on. You know, example, Malcolm Butler in the Super Bowl, him not playing Bill. Mm -hmm. Bill and Malcolm both haven't, you know, talked about it and what the real reason was. And, you know, you look at J.C. Jackson's been one of my lowest graded players week in and week out since he's been back. And last week was bad. There was the J.C. Jackson, you know, play on the J- Jalen Waddell touchdown. Um, these guys are also not known as the most, um, you know, I'm, I'm not saying they're they're bad pros because, um, you know, it's just they're not up there with the exemplary guys on the team, you know, during the course of their career. So, you know, it could be, you know, a lot of things, performance, being late for stuff, Um You know, there's been talk, wasn't it Jack Jones that there was talk about he talked back to Belichick and he was suspended at the end of his rookie year. I mean, there's a there's a lot of things that go on with with some of these players. And, you know, you can live with it, um, you know, when you're winning or when they're really talented and really playing well. Um, but when that doesn't measure up, it, it's hard for a Acoustic to get his arms around, and I think that's what we're seeing right now with the Patriots.
2: All right, Greg, I know Leroy's got some questions for you on the wide receivers and who is inactive today. I got something for you on the third downs, and, of course, the weekly Bill O'Brien questions. We'll do all that. Uh, coming up here on the other side, we're joined by Greg Bedard of the Boston Sports Journal. It is the Shaw's and Star Market Patriots post game show on the Safety Insurance 98.5 The Sports of Patriots Radio Network.
0: Jones up points to the helmet with each hand. Points to the Mike linebacker setting protections, turning and play faking. Drops in the pocket, pressure throws to the near side. It's caught by Juju Smith-Schuster to the 30, 25-yard line, angling out of bounds in front of Saint Jude. And a first down catch for Juju Smith-Schuster.
1: It's good, quick by Jones here. Back foot flip to to, to Smith-Schuster left side. This is a it's got to be zone now, but you know you had a guy running man to man down the middle. I don't know if that's busted. It's a good job finding
2: Juju. All right, back here on the Shaw's and Star Market Patriots post game show. New England converted 18 first downs today. and With every first down, Credit Union Kids at Heart will help fund promising studies into Moya Moya, as well as clinical care tools for children affected. Learn more at org. It's Joe Murray, Leroy Irvin. We're joined by Greg Bedard of the Boston Sports Journal. Uh, Greg, just on the field today, the Patriots defense struggled on third down Washington went nine of 17 while the Patriots offense went three of 12, one for two on fourth down. Uh, Some interesting play calls in the end. I think it was execution more than some of the play calls. Um, But what did you think about just, you know, the on fourth down going for it there and then some of the struggles they had on third down today. Uh,
3: i you know, I liked going forward on fourth down there. Um, was that the Taekwon shot or what was that play? The
2: fourth down. Yeah. He wasn't looking back for the ball Yep.
3: Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, this is the type of offense where it's, you know, and, and I encounter this, I, you know, come across people and they're like, you know, I like the decision, but I don't like, you know, throwing the ball there or this, this route or what have you. The Patriots offense is the Patriots offense for, for good or bad. And it's, the quarterback, you know, gets the call, and then the coverage dictates where the ball goes. And, and that's just the way this offense is constructed. And you can you can have an issue with that. That's fine. Um, but, you know, it's hard for me to, you know, put it at the feet of the offensive coordinator and, and, and or Mac Jones as it's, you know, constructed. I mean, you know, look, it's similar to there was a third and long and they ran a screen to Juju smith Schuster. Two of them. I mean, I, <laughs> two of them. I mean, I don't want to see that. Who wants to mm-hmm. see that? Right. I mean, who who thinks that's a that's that's going to be successful? I mean, can you put it on the offensive corner? Yeah, I guess so. But I mean, look, this is a team. I mean, it's a joke. It's this is I, I forget which game it was, but uh, I made the same argument. Um, I don't know about a month ago, where you know they're out there trying to tie the game, and it's Hunter Henry, Mike Gesicki, Juju Smith Schuster. Ramondre Stevenson and Demario Douglas only one of those players Demario Douglas should be on the field in that situation yet they have four other guys who shouldn't be out there I love Ramondre, very talented he's he's not a receiving back he's not he's not a guy who you know late in the game you're looking for somebody to you know make somebody miss and and make a big chunk play sort of like he did you know early in the uh, you know the Bills drive you know, give him credit there I mean that was just the Bills blew it, you know, good design by Bill O'Brien, but you'd rather have, you know, a James White, a Shane Vereen, that type of guy there. And, you know, two tight ends out there plus a wide receiver on one leg. I mean, it's it's a joke, you know, what they go out there with w- as far as personnel. And you, you look at the difference. You're talking about the third downs, to bring it back to, you know, your point, the third downs by each team. Well, uh, you know, to me, you just draw a complete straight line, to the talent on the field for both teams. I mean, just look at the Dolphins the week before. The Dolphins were converting, you know, third and longs and staying off the field, and they couldn't get off the field. Why? Because they have playmakers. They have guys that, you know, you have to respect their speed, who can, you know, if they miss one tackle, it's another 15 yards. The Patriots don't have any of those guys. So, I mean, it's just, it's not a fair comparison. They they are in two different, you know, just worlds as far as, talent on offense and to me that's the biggest reason why they are where they are because if they had more mm-hmm. some of those games where they had a chance at the end of games instead of throwing to Kayshawn Booty or Devontae Parker dropping a ball or Juju Smith Schuster dropping a ball for an interception. If you have better talent, those plays get made, Patriots win games. Mm. Uh
4: Belichick did say and you mentioned Kayshawn Booty. Uh he said that Kayshawn Booty probably had his best week ever in practice. Any Mm -hmm. word on why he was inactive for the game?
3: I probably just came down to like numbers with the, you know, offensive line and stuff like that. I mean, they had, they had four wide receivers active for this game. And of course, Bill's like, well, Mike Kosicki is the number five. is is the fifth wide receiver, you know, which that's true. It's also a problem. And, you know, and, you know, just ridiculous and emblematic of where this, this roster is and the choices that he makes. I mean, you know, special teams. I mean, why the hell is Ty Montgomery active? (laughs) Like what, what is going to help you win more? Kayshawn Booty or Ty Montgomery? I mean, like these are the types of arguments that we get into and just as the losses pile up, like Belichick looks more and more foolish with, with Mm. all of his choices in terms of, you know, his, his choices as far as special teams, on on defense and you know just leaving the offense short. I mean it's 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 absurd. All
2: right, Greg, um, we'll go to some calls here. I know people want to sound off today. We had loaded lines, we knocked them all out, and then here they are, <laughs> all back up, ready to go today. I think this one hurts. We've had a lot of we've talked a lot after losses this year, Greg. This one uh this one seems like really bad. <laughs> this is
3: this might be the worst yeah, of the year. It's a tanking they, they lost to a tanking team mm. at home and 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 really it they should have gotten blown out in this game i mean if we're really being serious
2: yeah uh the, remember mac they, they oh, by the way the officiating was awful it's not it had no reason why the pats lost but uh that personal foul on the uh fumble by mac jones they got saved on that play like oh, the, yeah. they got they got completely saved and then i know they missed a face mask on douglas and there were some other ones but that was a terrible officiating crew to
3: yeah, I mean, Wise was off sides on a, on a play that didn't get called um, and, and got, you know, washed in off the field. I mean, you know, there was a bunch of stuff both ways, yeah. Officially, officiating's been bad. And the thing is, is like, you know, because the Patriots are now, you know, sort of like sea level talent. They get, like, the sea level crews.
4: Mm. Mm.
2: True. Yeah, you saw it today, except uh, Mac Wilson. There's too many Macs, I said, on the team today, but uh, – that it's unacceptable i'd love to i'd love to blame the player on that one i really would um i know it's the coaches they, they, greg any ball i ever played never played in you know in the big leagues or anything like that but we usually had a guy that was like hey joe your head's over the line you know what i mean yeah. and there wasn't even good? a punt
3: it wasn't even a punt block like what were they doing out there <laughs> and joe If I had answers, I'd be a rich man. I'm not a rich man. That one bothers
2: me. Any level, any level of sport you've ever played, hey, you're in the neutral zone. Even the ref might even say, hey, dude, you might want to back up a little bit. They get no breaks. To your point about the whole C-level crew, the C-level crew doesn't give the bad team any help whatsoever. Uh, Rob is in the car. He wants to talk to Greg Bedard. What's up, Rob?
0: Hey, how you doing today? This reminds me when I was over watching the Redskins Patriots over at BC and the stands are burning down. You know, <laughs> listen, listen. Uh, these callers calling it. Reg and Bill Belichick. Bill didn't make a single tackle today. He didn't run the ball. These are professional football players that can't run, tackle, pass, or catch. That first touchdown play. I watched the Patriots last year, and I watched them, and I didn't renew any type of subscription, and I watched them today. The first touchdown, those guys score from Washington. The W's there. No one touched the guy. That number eight ran to his own cornerback. These guys stink. And, again, it's up to these players to play. End of story. You know, I don't want to hear anybody rag Belichick.
2: (laughs) Thanks, Rob. We'll get into Belichick. That's why I blame Mac Wilson. But, again, the coaches usually tell you there. But is any of this on the play? Like, that's kind of where I started today, Greg, was, man, I could talk about the coaches all day and how they're just a poorly coached team. But, you know, I, I saw a little bit of quit late in the game. Gesicki in, in particular just didn't run for a ball in the last drive of the game. Just, I don't know, maybe if some of this does fall on the players.
3: I think some of it does. And I do think, you know, you, you look at uh, the tackling issues that have cropped up in recent week. Like, like that's, you know, that's effort type stuff. And, you know, being assignment, sure. They haven't, you know, been that way, you know, in the secondary all year, uh, the caller's talking about that touchdown, um, you know, it was nearly as bad as the, the Stevenson touchdown. Um, Stevenson went 64 yards and was barely touched. I mean, you know, but a nine yard touchdown run, I think it was, um, you know, untouched is embarrassing, you know, for defense. And it looked to me like, you know, Uche wasn't in his gap. I don't know if somebody else was supposed to fill that gap when he, you know, cut inside Then Duggar, you know, he does this all the time. Like he, he takes on this wide receiver. He takes on the block. Like, you know, get around the block and go make a play. Like, you know, so I thought both of them were were poor on that. And, you know, so, but do I think it's how much is this is on the players? Um, You know, certainly a decent amount. I mean, look, when you're this bad, everybody shares in it and I'm sure they're being coached the right way, but this is what you run into when you, you, the losses pile up like they have five and 12 in their last 17 games and start guys start to, you know, question the coaching, like, is it good enough? And, you know, and, and these are the things that come from that.
2: All right. Well, uh, we'll get the quick look at the scores around the NFL today. And let's take a look at Mac Jones day. Uh, how did Mac Jones play today? We'll uh, ask Greg Bedard of the Boston sports journal coming up. Leroy Irvin's here. I'm Joe Murray. Uh, but first, let's pause 10 seconds for Station ID here on the Safety Insurance. 98.5, the Sports of Patriots Radio Network.
0: A third down and six ball on the near hash. Left hash at the 38. John can snap is back on the four-man rush. Howell starts to scramble the pocket. He's in trouble. He's wrapped up by Barmore, and he's sacked on the play. Gucci finishing it off. Howell brought down at the 35. Third sack for New England.
1: Good job by Bentley, too, here. Yo, nice job by your front. Yeah, you're an all-out drop here. You're dropping seven, rushing four. He had a chance on Dotson on a deep post. He came off and didn't have enough time. Underneath coverage was there. Good coverage sack again.
2: All right, Defender of the Game, presented by 128 Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electric, the company that finishes every job strong. Let them defend your home from any plumbing, heating, cooling, or electrical issues. When your home can't wait, call 128. Visit call128.com. This is the Shaw's and Star Market Patriots postgame show. Leroy is here. I'm Joe Murray. We got Greg Bedard of the Boston Sports Journal uh, on with us right now. And let's talk about Mac Jones' Day, Greg. Uh, overall, what were your uh, takeaways, good and bad?
3: Um, Not great. Um, you know, he just um, – he. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, he, he just—he's just.
2: This is great. This was us. Yeah, this was us. And two, hour, two hours ago, <laughs> the game ended. And we're like,
3: oh, "What do we do here?" What? Are... This was yeah, us two I, hours ago. I feel like this is some sort of meme or GIF. Like, yeah, uh, uh, who's the guy from Curb Your Enthusiasm? Like, uh, he's just inconsistent. Like, he does. There, there are pinpoint throws that he makes and plays that he makes that so you're just like, okay, yeah, there's that. And then there's the balloon ball to Ramondre Stevenson. When he's open, he's got a mm. linebacker on him. And, you know, the and he severely underthrows the ball. um You know, the Jalen Rager throw was really good. The Juju Smith-Schuster throw, you know, was really good. Um, Pop Douglas throw was really good. You know, but then he has, you know, these brain fart, like near interceptions or severely underthrown balls where you're just like, what the, what the hell is he doing? And, you know, and then there's the whole, you know, grace under pressure thing, which I just don't Mm -hmm. think that he has. And so, you know, uh, look, I know he's not in a good position. Um, I I totally believe that. And I do think there is a, you know, a good quarterback there. Um, But, you know, he needs a lot of the right situations. He's a certain quarterback where you have to build things a certain way. you got to have, you know, like, you know Jalen Hurts or Jared Goff, like you know, just take Jared Goff, you know, for instance, because I think they're somewhat similar. Goff has a stronger arm, but the Lions have a kick-ass offensive line. You know, they have a great running game. They have you know good weapons. They have really good scheme. So you know, Jared Goff, who you know most people even even when he was with the Rams, I mean, the Rams wanted to get rid of him, and the you know Rams have a really good scheme, and 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 so you know he goes to Detroit and he's an MVP candidate and you know so i know that there are things going against mac jones but you know he also could be doing more with his opportunities than i think that he is and then look let's also get into his you know his post game press conferences are getting more and more you know curious his his uh his subtle like you know when somebody pokes asks the questions about you know like mike giardi asked him a question about you know, you, you watch the, the rest of the league and other quarterbacks have bigger windows to throw into yet. You don't. And he says, you know, that's a really good question or a really good point. And he's basically like putting a spotlight on the point that somebody else is making that's negative about his opponents. And so, you know, I, I don't know. It's all, it's all in a bad place. Max not helping himself and he needs to play better.
4: Um, Greg, I know this has probably been asked to you a thousand times, but Where do they go from here? They didn't make any moves during the trade deadline. Uh, Apparently Bill Belichick, not apparently he has uh, a contract and whatnot. Where, where do you see the Patriots going from here?
3: Well, you know, again, it it all depends on how it looks at the end of the season. And we can all say where it looks right now, where it probably is going, you know, but we, we just don't know. And you just don't know in in football. Um, But Look, let's let's say things continue on that the the way that they are. I mean, maybe they do win a couple more games the rest of the season. Um, you know, I think this is heading towards you know a reset, and you know what that looks like, I, I can't tell you. And um, you know, but it if this continues to look the way that it is and this will be now third losing season in four years and it looks like it's getting worse it's not getting better then i think the crafts have no choice they have to make uh they have to make a change and you know it's up to them to formulate the best path for the team but i I just don't think that you can continue on the way that they're going
2: all right we got a bunch of calls people waiting on hold want to talk to greg bedard so let's start with jake he's an andover hey jake Hey, Joe. Uh, Yeah, I'm going full flamethrower.
1: Now, Bill does not deserve an end of the season. uh, After Germany, leave him there. You know, enjoy your pretzels and sausage over there, dude. Uh, Mac, I'm sorry. He sucks. The fact that Josh Dobbs had a cup of tea with the Vikings, without a Justin Jefferson, without a uh, K.J. Osborne, and a a running back that teared his, his Achilles, a crap defense came in in less than a week, and
3: put up 31 points and won a game, Max sucks. Thanks, Jake. <laughs> I mean, look, that's a legit, I mean, that's a legit point that Jake makes. I mean, um, you know, it is. I also will point out that he has Kevin O'Connell as his head coach slash offensive coordinator. Um, you know, who knows a little thing about offense, who's I think is really good and has really good scheme and, and, you know, things like that, and that's something Mac Jones doesn't have.
2: All right, let's let's uh, let's talk to John in the car. Hey, John.
3: Hey, guys. You know, that guy stole
1: my thunder. I mean, Dobbs has been there for 11 minutes, and it, it, to me, it, it's improvisational stuff. The Patriots have none of that, and in my opinion, it's because the coaches tell them they're not allowed to have it. Every one of these guys in the league has a natural instinct to want to make a play. Mm. But it never happens with this team. They never have the easy throw in the flat. They never have uh, a busted coverage. They never have, uh, you know, somebody going down a seam and, and the, the play gets hit. And, and to me, it's got a lot more to do with the coaching than it does to do with the players. I think these players are afraid to go out of bounds, so to speak, and do something that the coaches don't want them to do. Because mm-hmm. if they do, their ass is on the bench and somebody else comes in.
3: Thanks, John. Uh, you know, look, you know, this is when you're two and seven and five and 12, um, you know, especially the the coach and quarterback are on the skewers and they deserve to be. And so, you know, all of these, all of these people, you know, loaded up on the call line have, you know, make valid points and I'm not gonna discount anything that they say. I mean, you know, Mac, like I said, Mac could be doing a lot more with his opportunities and it's just, um that's not the type of player he is. I mean, he doesn't have, you know, some of the tools that Josh Dobbs has that, that helps him make plays. And, you know, is that the end all be all that he can't play that Matt can't play quarterback in this league? You know, no, but you just have to construct things a certain way around him. And right now the Patriots aren't close to that. I mean, you know, Jalen Ragers out there, I mean, you're relying on him on third down or Taquan one third on third down. I mean, you know, it's a joke. But, yeah, I mean, it's certainly valid that other guys are doing more of their opportunities. I would not push against that. Bob is in Needham. Hey, Bob. Yeah, how you doing, guys? Um,
1: Greg, I tried to get a hold of you last Tuesday, but I was in too late. But I did talk to those guys. And they were talking about four and five and five and four in the last nine games. I I called up and said, What are you guys watching? What are you looking at? This is one of the worst rosters in the NFL. How in the world can they win four or five games with given the last four games? it's Kansas City, Buffalo. The Jets are playing much better. Denver is playing better. How in the world? And then then obviously they lost today, but they have the Colts and somebody else. How in the world could they possibly win four or five games? They stink. And, I, Greg, last point I'm going to make is I couldn't agree with you more. I don't want to, you know, they, a quarterback is not going to – Caleb Williams won't solve the problem. They need to draft seven offensive linemen and hope three of them stick. And so they – because you can't win without an offensive line. And right now – Thanks, Bob.
2: Whew.
3: That was a lot there, Greg. It was on fire. Yeah, Bob's got a lot to get off his chest. And, um <laughs> – you know, uh, t- to his first point about, you know, us saying like they could win four or five games. I mean, that could still happen. I understand his point, but they also beat the Bills. I mean, you know, that's not insignificant. And, you know, look, in hindsight, with each loss that piles up, it says more about where the Bills are than where the Patriots are. But still, you look at that game. And you're like, in all three phases, they outplayed the Bills, and the quarterback came. They found a way to make plays in the fourth quarter twice on scoring drive. So you're like, you know, if they play perfect football, they're capable of that. The problem is this team can't play perfect football very often. And and you know, like I've said before, I've covered this league for way too long. I've seen too many things. You know, just one game could turn the season around. We thought maybe it was going to be the Bills game. That's obviously not the case. And and the more evidence that's out there you believe more along the lines of of what Bob has ha, has to say. And, you know, look, the Patriots are in this circumstance because of the decisions that Bill made in personnel. I mean, that he stopped, you know, getting successors ready at position. Quarterback, wide receiver, slot receiver, tight end, tackles. Like I've been saying for two years, they need to get tackles. I mean, they're still in the same spot right now. Going into next year, they don't have any tackles on the roster. I mean, unless you want Vidarian Lowe and Tyrone Wheatley Jr. and whoever else they might have. But, I mean, Trump Brown's a free agent. Michael Wenu's who's a free agent. They don't have somebody waiting in the wings to the, the the tackle next year, so they need to re-sign those guys. So this is just this is where they put themselves. They didn't replace Joe Tooney when he was a free agent, all that stuff.
2: All right, I got one more with Greg. Everyone's hot. I see the phone lines. I got something on Bill or Mac. And did you see ownership today in the box? We'll talk about that. Coming up here on the other side, it's the Safety Insurance, on out the Sports of Patriots Radio Network.
0: 20-yard completion for the catch and carry and a give now to Stevens. A big hole running to the right side across go, the 40, go, outside go. to the 45. down the right go. side past defenders. Goodbye to the 25-20, to the 10, to the 5, end zone Bell Touchdown, Patriots, who take the lead.
1: Well, it's good to see that something by that guy shows you a little pop you're down 10 defense makes a big play to get you going in this game that's the big thing
2: all right back here in the shaws and star market patriots post game show the player that delivered the freight presented by freight plus the fastest growing private company in massachusetts providing fully customized fortune 500 freight solutions to shippers throughout New England for over 35 years. Visit freightplus.io. That's freightplus.io. Leroy Irvin's here. I'm Joe Murray. Greg Bedard joining us from the Boston Sports Journal. Have you? Uh, I know you You, you watched the game, Greg, and you've been writing and on with us. Did you see any of the videos today servicing around socials with Robert Kraft and Jonathan Kraft eh, visibly? The lip reading. Uh, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, <laughs> the lip reading. Did you see it?
3: Uh, I, I did, I did see it. I need one of those bad lip, lip reading like videos to come out. Will the craft say anything? Will they do
2: anything? Uh, I mean, we were talking off the air about is Belichick doing what's best for the team and guys are being benched and, you know, but he's not playing just, there's so many things to be like, Hey, he's not doing it. but is craft doing what's best for the team?
3: Uh, You know, look, I I don't think, and I think it was, you know, Bob who also, you know, made this point um, about, you know, there's some people who, you know, want him, you know, fired during the season. I I don't, I don't think he deserves that. It's not going to change. They're not going anywhere. You know, it's not, not like, you know, the Raiders where Mark Davis thought that, and look, they're winning 27 to nothing right now, that he thought a change, you know, could save the season no change is saving the season at this point, Um, you know, and, and Bill Belichick does not deserve to go out like that being fired in the middle of the season, that embarrassment. Like, I don't, I don't think that they would, I put the chances of that at about like 1% of them doing that. Um And I don't think they're going to come out and say anything either. And I don't think they really should. I mean, I, I know that that fans are going to want to hear from them and, you know, who's in charge and things like that, but, you know look they they hired bill belichick and empowered him to you know run this football team and he'll be given the season to make of it what he will and you know then then we need to hear from them after the season but i, I don't think that a lot of good i mean it, it would satisfy people you know to some you know sort of red meat on the plate but i, I just don't think it's the it's the classy thing to do you know you let you you give him the season that's his purview. Then once the season over is usually when you hear from the crafts.
4: Do you think the crafts uh, approach might change if Bill Belichick were to lose the locker room this season? And if it was clear that he's lost the, the, the locker room?
3: Um, I, I don't think so. I, I, I don't. And I, I think there are enough guys in that locker room make sure that doesn't happen now, you know, are they going to be playing well and, you know, p- playing all out? I mean, I don't really think, I don't really think there's a, there's a benefit to that now that, you know, the season is pretty much over at two and seven. I, I don't, I have a hard time seeing that Leroy.
2: Just to piggyback off Leroy's question there, we saw what happened with Josh McDaniels this week and the Raiders are up 24, nothing right now. Uh, the reports came out today. There was a, a team meeting regarding some of the displeasure with their coach. Could something like that happen here in New England?
3: (laughs) Uh, No, I don't see a scenario where Bill Belichick uh, holds a team meeting. Everybody gets cocoa and, and, uh, you know, airing of grievances. Um, This isn't Festivus or anything (laughs) like that around New England. Like, I just don't see any scenario where, That's going to happen. Now, Belichick does have a leadership council of his captains that he meets with regularly. And so I'm sure those things will be talked about and discussed, Um, you know, and he look, Bill might get to the point. I mean, this is this is new for him, too. But Bill might get to the point where he just says to guys like Matthew Slater and David Andrews, like, look, I'm I'm out of answers with this team. Do you have any suggestions? And maybe that'll help maybe they'll go play paintball or something or uh you know go on a uh, group tour or something in germany i don't know something to break up the monotony
2: um, so next week they take on the colts uh in germany you're probably not expecting a, a quarterback change do you expect any changes or will it be business as usual travel as usual
3: uh, good question. Uh, you know, I, I think Mac's job is job hold is tenuous. I just don't think they have a good option. Does, you know, Will Greer get to the point or Bailey Zappi even where they think that that's a better option? I mean, it's possible. But I think, you know, the NFL, the way the season works and game planning, things like that, you know, coming out of the bye, I think all options are on the table for everybody. And that includes Mac Jones.
2: Just to bring up, uh, Bailey Zappi was the 137th pick in last year's draft. Sam Howell was 144th. Is that an indictment on the Patriots?
3: Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. I mean, you know, look. I mean, I, Sam Howell isn't the greatest quarterback in the world, but the kid's got moxie, he's got toughness, and he's got an arm on him. And I'd like to start there with my quarterbacks. And, and that was, you know, sort of my point with, you know, backup quarterbacks is like, all right, you know what you have in Mac Jones, all right? It's a, he's limited as far as athletic ability and arm strength and things like that, you know, good enough to win games with the right things around him. But why not look for a backup that has, you know, a little bit more upside, all right? Maybe he's not as, you you know, quarterback ready for this system as Mac Jones was coming from Alabama and sort of his pluses. Uh, I think that, you know, a guy like Sam Howell would have been perfect. You know, as sort of a counter to Mac Jones. All right, it's not working with Mac Jones. You know, let's put somebody in there that can go out there and sling it a little bit and see what happens. And they don't have that. Not with Bailey Zappi, that's for sure.
2: Uh, backup quarterbacks went three and two in the NFL today. Uh, the Rams lost, uh, and the Bears with their backup quarterback. So, uh, a bunch of backup quarterbacks played today. We mentioned Dobbs, Minshew right now, and. Aiden O'Connell's got 27 um, on the Giants. Uh, So I I got one more question. I know Leroy was asking. We were talking about this off the air, but how were your feelings on Mac Jones talking to Dan Arlovsky um, and and, and him coming out considering everything that happened a year ago?
3: Uh, The year ago thing, what what context? Well,
2: last year he was calling other coaches – Right. And it was not that one of the reasons why the Patriots were upset with him trying to get insight from coaches, maybe at Alabama or elsewhere and kind of being an insubordinate with the team. Um, isn't that the same thing? Texting Dan Orlovsky for advice.
3: Well, look, first of all, I think the stuff from last year was, you know, overblown. And I think that, you know, that was Mac trying to find answers, you know, and, and looking anywhere. I don't I don't begrudge him that. it's not like his coaches were providing him answers, you know, a defensive coordinator and a special teams guy. Um, And the Orlovsky thing I think is just – that happens all the time in the NFL. You know, guys texting each other or, you know, commentators texting players because they had these meetings with them and just like – you know, and Dan brought it up like – and the way Mac answered it, it just sounded like it's a situation where Dan – text Mac out of the blue, like, you know, about, Hey, your footwork, I noticed this or something like that. Just little, you know, tips here and there. I don't think it's Mac saying soliciting advice. That's not the way it appeared the way both guys sort of recounted the relationship.
2: All right. Greg Bedard, Boston sports journal. You'll be on with Felger Maz this week, Tuesday.
3: I will. I will not be dressed up in Halloween costume as <laughs> the big boy this time. That was a one-time thing. Well, at least once a year. I uh, might have to make an in- annual thing. It yeah, yeah. was good fun. It was, that was good fun. fun.
2: And finally. I mean, fine. So, you know, everyone's got to dress up on Halloween. I, was, I did it myself. Oh, yeah, I, was, we, well, right. we be I liked all. it. Run DMC. That right? <laughs> was awesome. It was, Joe DMC was here. And uh, <laughs> as we say goodbye to you, Greg and uh, you're, not, you're not going to Germany, are you? nah hell no <laughs> I, just, I mean i would
3: i would like to but now i'm
2: really glad i'm not oh going. company dime in uh my yeah. dime out that would be my dime <laughs> <Yes>. it's <laughs> my company yes out boston sports journal i'm sure everybody will enjoy their bratwurst as well all right he's greg bedard boston sports journal check out all his work and on tuesday with felger mass thanks greg all right see you boys all, all right would you go to journey if they no. sent us no no Mm-mm. Not even
4: before the season started. Say, hey, you want to go to Germany? No. And especially not now. Mm-hmm. Two and seven? Yeah, get out of here. No way.
2: I heard... Uh, you would. I could tell. I've i heard, the- I, I, I've heard that uh, the, the Beasley family and the Patriots have a very, very nice tradition when they travel. Um, so I would like that. <laughs> I would like to be involved in that. And you know me. I like to shake hands, meet new people. The time partners? difference
4: there. Do you know?
2: Uh, I don't know, but the kickoff next week will be at nine? Uh, Jeremy and uh, Kevin <laughs> nine thirty. Next week will be the kickoff. What time do you guys get here? <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's get a let's get a look at let <laughs> Let's get a look at the headlines here.
0: Living with relapsing multiple sclerosis can be a heavy burden. If it's weighing you down or someone you love. The combination of proven efficacy with convenient dosing may help lighten the load. For more information, visit HelpMakeRMSLighter.com today.
1: There's only one road into Key West, but you won't believe where it can take you. Travel back in time to a city rich with history. Discover amazing artists and musicians. Taste seafood fresh off the boat. Or just
0: kick back and soak up the island vibe. For more about Key West, visit flakeys.com. Key West, close to perfect,
1: far from normal.